Hello, welcome back to the podcast. And if you're new, a big welcome. Thank you for being here. I'm so excited that we've crossed paths in the podcast space. And today is all about addressing the voice that still exists in our head while we're doing the healing work, right? Like if you're waking up every day and there's still this voice in the back of your head that's negative or critical or shameful, let's talk about that voice because it can be really easy to view your healing journey as not evolved or not in progress in the way that you wish it to be if that voice is still there, meaning you are not healing if the voice is still present. And that is something I believed for a really long time. And my goal in the healing space and in my own journey was to always get rid of the voice and thinking that the goal was this plateau of stability and bliss and that I would never feel or experience a negative thing again. And that is just so far from the truth. And in a recent Instagram post, I shared a few things about the healing journey, one of them being that it isn't separate from our human experience. It's not a phase. It's not a chapter. It doesn't you know, begin on this date and end on this date. And it also just can't be encompassed or labeled as a healing journey. I see the healing journey as an invitation to remember and an ever so intentional selection of experiences were placed in your path for you to go through so that you could arrive to this desire to heal and healing meaning just coming back to your heart and coming back to your true nature. And in that journey, on our way back to our true nature, we are rewiring a lot of conditions, a lot of limiting beliefs, a lot of blocks, a lot of shadows, right? And that voice in our head can feel so powerful and so overwhelming, even as we're putting in all this time and effort to do the work and change our patterns and our habits and our thoughts. And it can be really discouraging when we're like, why is this voice still here? And literally what's coming through in this exact moment is that it's still there because it's being faced with your judgment. And the entire point of this path is to arrive to a place of acceptance. That's it. And what I mean by that is learning to accept every feeling and emotion that comes up without judgment and not having to put meaning or weight to every single thing that we experience. And if we must, placing love in its place. So when we feel anxious, when we feel disappointment, when we feel heartbreak, when we feel grief, meeting it with love instead of criticism. Because what happens is that voice pops into your head and you're angry at yourself, you're frustrated, you're confused, you're like, why is this here? I've been doing so much work and there's this negative loop in the back of my mind. I still don't feel good enough. I still don't feel worthy. I'm insecure. Whatever's moving through your head, whatever that voice is. And all you can do is just say, hey, you're there. I see you. You're showing up, obviously. And I'm just going to acknowledge you and acknowledge your presence, but I'm not going to give you power. 
So the first thing I would say is instead of approaching this voice with criticism and, you know, an urgency to leave and get rid of it, approaching it with love because this is the new way. This is what we're learning. This is what we're leaning into is more love. And when we, you know, approach it with more love, it can't take up the space that it is right now when we are judging it and shaming it and shaming ourselves for even having it. And the second thing This voice can exist, but it doesn't need to be fueled, meaning you don't have to give it all of your attention and power. And I do this so often because I've really leaned into perfectionism and that's something I'm unwinding and rewiring. And that perfectionism showed up in my healing journey where I was like, I have to get to this space where I'm so pure in my thinking and in my experiences and approaching everything with love and compassion and patience and you know, that's a big expectation. And we can always work towards that. But we are human and we aren't always going to show up that way. And so can we at least, at the very least, invite in love when we don't show up in love, when that voice is not loving, when we are not being loving towards ourselves? Can we just, from an outside perspective, hold ourselves in those moments with love. The third thing, the shadow work that you're doing, this deep inner work to heal, is not your current reality. And when we place all of our attention, when we're deep in the healing work, right? Especially when we're just getting into it. Like I remember when I was just getting into my shadow work, I was obsessed with it. I was like, oh, this trauma and this trauma and this trauma, And it took up a lot of headspace and I gave it a lot of weight. And I confused doing the work, working through these things, noticing triggers, taking responsibility for my reactions and responses as this is my current reality. I'm currently plagued with all of these limitations and blocks. And I am at this moment, present moment, unblocking all of them. And I'm busy in the shadow work. And the truth is the shadow work is not your current reality. And so as you're becoming more aware of your patterns and your self-talk and your responses and your reactions and you're journaling through them, you're meditating through them, you're doing all the subconscious work, I just want to remind you that that is not your current reality, right? Like all of those things don't make up your current situation. They're just things you're working through. They're a part of your experience, And we touched on this in the SRA monthly meeting that we had yesterday. And for those of you who don't know, SRA is a company I founded with one of my best friends to heal your relationship with your body. And we have Zoom calls each month. And one of our lovely, beautiful members shared, you know, this voice is always still here criticizing me. It's always here in this corner. And, you know just a frustration with that, right? A discouraging energy with that just being present. And what I shared was, you know, exactly what I'm sharing this episode today, that you don't need to give it power, but also approach it with love. Because if we constantly shame ourselves for being in a negative space of any kind or having negative thoughts or experiences or emotions, that is not mothering your feelings at all. And what we want to lean towards is how can we really mother and nurture ourselves? How can we show up in those moments with more love? 
because that loving energy is so powerful and it's ultimately going to teach us that we are safe containers to feel. And that results in less suppression. It results in an openness to express. It results in you being more comfortable in feeling because many of us are not, right? Because if we get hurt or, or we're vulnerable and we get shut down or ignored or abandoned or disregarded, we don't want to feel. And the best way that we can start to work towards feeling again is letting ourselves know that it's safe to feel and that at least you, you can take care of you and hold yourself in the feelings. And something personal I will share is I have struggled with my body for so many years and I am in the best place that I've ever been. And I hope to continue to say that every single day as I just work a little bit more towards loving myself more deeply. But on the days where that negative voice comes in, on the days when I don't want to be photographed or am self-conscious or am putting on clothes and I'm frustrated, I will go in the mirror and just look myself in the eyes and just be like, it's okay, Elle. Like, it's okay that you're moving through this. It's okay that you're feeling this. I'm sorry that you're feeling this. Like, being the mother of my feelings and holding space for those moments. Whereas, like, six months ago, if that body dysmorphia came up, if those negative self-talk loops came up I'd be like why is this here I'm so frustrated with you this is so annoying we've been doing this for 10 years now like when are you going to get over it when are you going to be confident and like does that work like if you really think about a relationship with two people someone getting frustrated with you for a pattern no it doesn't work it might be frustrating but we can approach that frustration with love And you can approach you with more love. And tangible ways to do this, because we all need tangible actions, right? Is literally talking to yourself in the mirror and and walking yourself through the moment. And pretending that you are your 5, 10-year-old self. And how would you coach yourself through that moment? How would you parent yourself through that moment? So I hope this helps. And also take some pressure off if you are overly attached to whatever is still existing in your field because I know I get into those patterns too where I'm like okay I got to heal this 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 and then like then I'll check in the next week okay this is still there we got to completely get rid of it we got to blow that fire out and it's like okay what if we don't expect it to just be gone but we practice not giving it power not giving it so much attention and giving yourself attention in the spaces where you've grown, celebrating those changes, celebrating those shifts. Like recently, I was just thinking back to how often I used to binge and restrict and how dramatically that has changed in my life. And I have a completely different relationship with food. And one of my intentions for April is to treat myself like a goddess and how would a queen a goddess be taken care of how would she treat herself and food really falls into that category for me because food is nourishment and you know I can still treat myself and indulge in the ways that I want to but like how would a goddess feed herself 
and physically and spiritually feeding herself with, you know, good books, good friendships, good conversations, less social media, etc. But I've just been trying to celebrate the shifts that I've made because I feel like a completely different person. And it's important in your journey to celebrate your shifts because yesterday is gone. You can't get it back. You will never be the past version of you ever again, ever again. So you don't have to worry about it. You can let it go. You can know that it's not ever coming back. You won't ever be that past version of self again. And all you have is right now. All you have is right now in this moment. And just a reminder that, you know, healing is not arriving to this place where you stay and enjoy only love, only happiness, only space, but healing is learning that you can hold yourself no matter the space that you are in. So when you are in disappointment, frustration, the unknown, heartbreak, grief, anger, stagnation, peace, excitement, relief, just remember that you are the mother of your feelings. It's safe to feel everything and it is your duty and responsibility to honor and hold yourself without judgment and shame, but instead with love wherever you are. And once you really practice this, it is your duty to extend this on to others. And this is how we create true healing and change in the world. So it starts with us. So I invite you to shift your intention in whatever you're healing right now to be less about perfection and arriving to bliss, but inviting in a daily practice to bringing more love into every single moment. I'm sending you a lot of love, a lot of compassion, a lot of grace, forgiveness, space, time, rest, peace. And I will see you soon for a new episode. If you liked this episode or loved it, please leave me a five-star review on Spotify. It's the best way to support the podcast. Also on Apple Podcasts would be fabulous wherever you're listening. But I cannot wait to connect with you guys. You can connect with me on Instagram at Elevate with Ellie Styles, and I will see you next week.